Welcome to this episode of Let's Chat With. Joining me is the founder of the Freestyle Staff Academy, actress, former stuntwoman, and all-around Canadian badass, Michelle C. Smith. How are you doing today? Hi, thanks for having me. I'm great, thanks. In your youth, you took up the sport of baton twirling and became a world champion. For those who don't know, what is baton twirling and why did you get into it? Well, baton twirling is somewhat of a, an obscure sport. Uh, basically, it's you have this metal stick that's about the length of your arm and you spin it around your face and roll it on your body. It encompasses dance and gymnastics. You perform it to music on like a a floor similar to like rhythmic gymnastics if rhythmic gymnastics and figure skating were combined. It's very athletic, it's very artistic, it's very, very difficult. Um, I don't exactly know why I started. I started when I was really, really young. I was five years old when I started and I was going to nationals by the time I was nine. I was going to worlds by the time I was 11. It was a full-time job. It was very, very important to me in my life, but I, I could not tell you why I started, but I stuck with it because there was something about it that I really enjoyed about the artistry and the precision that it required in order to be really good at it. How has baton twirling helped you with everything you do now? <laughs> it's, it, it has completely encompassed my life. Uh, because of the skill itself requires so much coordination, dexterity, ambidexterity, uh, it focuses your mind in a very specific way, plus you're using it while you're dancing and doing gymnastics. So there's a lot of neuroplasticity that you gain. So I've found that just in general, I'm able to pick up new skills and remember things and uh, create great things in my life just from the physical skill itself. It's really, really beneficial as like a mental practice as well as a physical practice. And then it's also gifted me confidence and the ability to just move forward with determination and fire to uh, achieve all my goals and, and just go for it in life. You are a former stunt woman. What was it like being a stunt woman? <laughs> Stunts is a, it's is an intense world. It's like all of my performance experience since I was five years old, all the way through my professional life of being a dancer and a circus artist, Stunts is like the intensity has been turned up a hundred times and because everything is like, because in these stunt scenes, like they're often uh, really, really, uh, there's, there's a lot of things happening. It's often life and death. You're sort of playing with these ideas. And so there, there's this heightened sense of, of performance and exaggeration. So it's not for the faint of heart. I will say that it was it was always interesting. Every day you go to the, go to work is a different day. You never have the same day of work ever. Even when you're working on the same show, working on the same scene, it's always different. You're really aware of the elements. You're often working outside in the winter, in a river, uh, or you've in a field, and it's the hottest you've ever been in your entire life. But you're in this full prosthetic costume and. You, it really taught me personally about perseverance and it taught me a lot about what courage means to me because there's a bit of a, a mental game you have to play with yourself in order to do some of the stunts because your natural instincts, your survival instincts will just kick in 
without you, they're involuntary. So there's this bit, this conversation that you kind of have to have with yourself of like, okay, I'm going to go like through this wall or I'm going to slam myself into the ground, but I can't look, make it look like I'm trying to save myself. Like my body wants to. So there's, there's this like mental chatter and, and mental fog that you have to work through and be really, really present. But that has been a gift for me in learning what courage actually means and, and how to work through fear and find, find my own sort of harmony in that space. What shows or movies were you a stunt person in? <laughs> there was a lot. Um, oh God, I'm going to go through my IMDb here. Uh, my very first gig was on a show called Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. Oh, yes, uh, I've seen it. Yes. Uh, that was my first on-camera stunt day. I had done some motion capture for Barbie and the Three Musketeers before that. Uh, I was on Deadpool. I did Smallville before it ended. Mm -hmm. Arrow, Supergirl. All the CW shows are filmed here. The 100. Uh, oh, gosh. Did I say Deadpool? There's Continuum. Yes. Elstrom. <laughs> I was on C with Jason Momoa. Oh, what did I just do? I, there's been a lot. Motherland was a show that I was fight coordinating. There's been a lot. I don't remember them all, but the great thing is with stunts, it's unlike acting where if you're an actor on the show, you can't work on the show ever again, unless your character comes back. But with stunts, you can just keep coming back because you just put on a new costume and nobody knows it's you. So a lot of these shows you end up working on multiple times playing multiple roles. What was the craziest stunt you ever had to do? <laughs> Whenever I get asked that question, it happens a lot. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's the craziest one, but it's one of the most memorable ones. Uh, it's funny how you become just sort of neutral to what a crazy stunt is. Like an easy day is, is like, oh, all I did was just like, slam myself into the ground. Oh, I just went through a wall today, but I was doing a stunt. It was on a show called Continuum. It's on Showcase. Yes. And the coordinator had said, oh, it's just a tumble down a hill. So I'm thinking like grassy knoll, no big deal. It's grass, it's soft, whatever. Uh, but it was actually uh, a quite a steep tumble in air quotes down a like ravine in the mountains. Cause I live in Vancouver. So we film in the mountains a lot and I, what I had to do was like run full speed at another stunt guy who was doubling the other actor, grab him and pull him down the hill with me while I had a rubber gun in my hand. And then we had to fall down the hill and it was like 25 feet straight down. Like it wasn't even a hill, it was like a drop. So we had to tumble down that, don't run into any trees, don't get stuck in the bushes and then stand up on camera right of him and put my gun at him at the end of it and it was like they had rain towers so it was just mud like we had to like use ropes to pull ourselves up the hill because it was impossible because it was so muddy and yeah it was just it was rough it, it was pretty gnarly but it, it was fun it, it was one of those feelings where you're about to go on a roller coaster and you're like oh god this is gonna be terrifying but awesome at the same time and I, that's what I always think of when people say what's the craziest stunt I don't know if it was the gnarliest thing I've ever done. But I always think about that because there were so many different elements where it's like, you have to do this, 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 and this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and then, and then land here and be in the right spot for camera on your mark. And like, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. One of my favorite documentary movies came out in 2020 called Stunt Women, The Untold Hollywood Story. Have you seen it yet? I have not seen it. 
No, I've heard of it. I know a lot of people that were involved in it. Um, I, I think there's a there's a quite a, an interest in the world to learn more about the stunt industry. I would say that. Also, there is a new TV show called America's Got Talent Extreme Edition where stunt people have performed on it. Have you heard of that one? No, <laughs> I don't watch TV. <laughs> um, okay. I've heard of America's Got Talent. I didn't know that stunt people were performing. There was a Cirque du Soleil show where they were, uh, it was a stunt show for a while there, but I, I think it closed down. You are also a martial artist. What forms of martial arts do you know? Ooh, I started with Muay Thai. Uh, it was, that was my, my in. Um, and then I got really quickly into Filipino martial arts, uh, Kali, Empty Hand. Uh, I love FMA. It speaks to me. I find that it feels really good in my body. It, it's fun for me to learn. Um, I also got into like JKD um, as well. I did a little bit of jujitsu, did not like jujitsu, um, but I've mostly focused on Muay Thai and FMA. And then just through stunts and having to train constantly, I've, I've acquired a lot of other skills like Silat, done a little bit of Capoeira. Um, oh, there's like Taekwondo, just dabbling here and there, but I always come back to FMA and Muay Thai. Oh, uh, you also know a wide variety of uh, weapons. Can you name a few? Yes, stabs, obviously that's my main deal. Uh, swords, I, I'm really great with a knife. Um, rope dart is a easy one or meteor hammer is, is or a chain whip is just, I just sort of know how to use it based on my uh, athletic background. Lightsabers, obviously. Um, God, there's so many. Basically, I can handle any weapon. Uh, and that's the gift of having grown up with a baton is I feel better when I actually have something in my hand. Uh, I, I feel a lot clearer and I can see more openings and opportunities. So any weapon you put in my hand, I'm going to be able to use it. You are the founder of the Freestyle Staff Academy. What is that? Oh, the Freestyle Staff Academy is my online training platform for all the people that want to learn to do the cool things that I do. Uh, I've known since I was a kid that uh, these skills, it started off with baton and then I translated that and blended it with martial arts to create freestyle staff and people want to learn how to spin things. It, it sort of speaks to people's inner child and Everybody at some point wanted to be a ninja or a Jedi growing up. And, and I think that's where freestyle staff fills in that gap. I, so I teach like technical staff spinning from the very beginning all the way to an advanced level. There's tutorials, you get lesson plans, a practice guide, really great community vibes, really supportive, encouraging and inclusive community. I'm really, really proud of, of everybody that's in there. Um, yeah, I have courses. I have a membership. Uh, I'm about to announce a five-week boot camp in the next couple of days. So oh, nice. there's lots of opportunity for people to learn how to do cool things like I do. What do you hope people take away from the Academy besides the moves and the tutorials? Oh, I love this question. I think I, I really hope that people see the benefit of learning a skill like freestyle staff the benefit it has on their entire lives. It's not just about learning cool skills. That's almost just the bonus of it. What I really love is the fact that by learning it, you're not only like increasing your fitness and your muscular endurance and your active mobility, which is just really great for your body physically, but it's really good for your brain. It's really good brain gym because you're for forcing yourself to use both sides of your brain and you're creating new neural pathways that helps keep your brain 
like elastic and young and agile because I find that as we get older, we get a little bit slower. So this freestyle staff practice is really, really good for that. It's also a moving meditation. You're creating geometry and that could be even sacred geometry if you're into that, but you're just sort of moving through space and it really helps you sort of understand the space and the grid around you. And so it's like, it's really good for your brain. It's really good for your body, really good for your, like your memory. I guess it's your brain, but like, it's just really good for your body and you're increasing your confidence because there's skills. And it happens every time I teach somebody something where like, they'll see something like, oh, I want to do that. And then I'll teach it to them and then they can do it. And like, I had no idea that I would be able to do that. And so there's this big confidence boost and you just, you just feel cool. And everybody wants to feel cool these days. What's it like for you when you see people post videos of what they've mastered from the academy? Oh, it's my favorite part. I love seeing other people's videos and other people's process in their practice. Like you don't all have to be at an advanced professional level. Like that takes decades. Trust me. I know that. Uh, but I really love seeing people who had the courage and the curiosity to learn something new and stick with it for a little bit and become pretty good at it. I really enjoy watching the improvement. I absolutely love watching people struggle with skills because that, that is a part of the practice. The, the whole thing about staff spinning, because it is such a precise skill, there's a lot of repetition involved. So in order to learn a skill, you're gonna have to drop the skill. And there's a lot of knowledge and wisdom to be gained when you drop the skill. And that's one of my favorite things to watch my students do is go through that process of figuring it out for themselves. And like, if I'm there, obviously I'm gonna help, but like watching that process of learning a new skill and that perseverance and determination to just keep picking up your staff. Cause that is a metaphor for life. You just, you just keep picking up your stick and you move on and oh, you stumble, that's okay. Just keep picking up your stick keep going, keep stepping forward. And I like, I love that. It's what I, it's what makes it worth teaching for me is, is seeing other people discover that process. What does the future hold for the, the Academy? Well, who knows? <laughs> uh, I'm currently, like I said, I'm currently adding uh, a boot camp. So those are live online classes with me. I don't know if, if your listeners will hear this in time for that, but I like to connect with people personally. And so online classes are a really great way to do that. I'm gonna be adding more courses. I'm gonna be adding more combo courses. So you see me post videos of combos and I often get like, do a tutorial. So I've been making courses of like specific combos so that people can learn them and post them in on their socials as well. Um, more courses and just expanding the membership creating more of a community vibe, like more ways to connect with the community. That's, that's pretty much my plan moving forward. On your, on your website, you talk about being a professional badass. In a recent TikTok video, you asked your followers to describe what they think is a professional badass. What is your idea of a professional badass? Well, that's a great question. Uh, I think to me, a badass is somebody who is fully in their own power, whatever that means to you. That does not mean you need to have a specific skill and be really good at it. It's somebody that's really just fully authentically in their space in life. And they're not afraid 
to stand up for themselves there. So there's a lot of courage, there's vulnerability, there's that authenticity factor. And I think the three of those things together really encompasses what a badass is. And that can be any part of your life. It does not have to be a physical skill that you post online for people to like and comment on. It's just you like fully being confident and available and present in your life and just going for it and standing in that and, and not backing down when, when things get rough, just being like, I got this. That's a badass to me. Also, you walked across 800 uh, kilometers across Spain, yeah. which I think is badass. Why did you do that? Oh, well, cause I wanted to go for a walk. Uh, no, I was going through a bit of a rough time myself. I was feeling a little lost and, and I had just come through a big sort of epiphany awakening in my own life of like, maybe what I've been doing my entire life isn't working or isn't what I want to do anymore. So uh, I'm just going to go walk it out and, and, and just meet myself. I think a lot of it had to do with me meeting myself where I was at. And I, I don't know if I ever like really planned for a long time to go do the Camino in Spain, but as I sort of started asking myself the question of what is it that I want to do? Who am I? The Camino appeared for me and all of the signs and arrows pointed to that direction. And then I found myself walking across Spain and it was fantastic. In some of your videos, you like to use lightsabers. Do you consider yourself a Jedi? <laughs> I, uh, maybe not. I don't know. I, I, do not identify as a Jedi or a Sith. I just am. I'm just, I'm just one with the force doing my own thing on my own planet. Uh, if people want to label me as a Jedi, go for it. If people like it when I use a red lightsaber, also great. Um, they're fun. It's just a fun tool that looks really beautiful doing the freestyle staff material. And they're, yeah, they're just fun to play with sometimes. Do you also have your own brand of uh, lightsabers? No, not in the moment. I've tried. I've tried my best <laughs> to make that happen. It just hasn't happened yet. Talking about Jedi's, a couple of years ago, Daisy Ridley saw one of your videos. So what was it like when you saw her when she saw that? <laughs> that was fun. Uh, yeah. So a couple of years ago, uh, I had put out a lightsaber video for May the 4th that went relatively viral. It was fun. And Suddenly I'm getting a call from my agent. I was on set on The Magicians, the, the show The Magicians. I was on set. I got a call from my agent asking me if I could sign a waiver for Daisy Ridley to watch my video. And then they would put that video in the Wired video. So they had to ask my permission to put the video in the video so that she could watch the video. Uh, but yeah, she, she watched it. I might have cried just a little bit because she mentioned Michelle Pfeiffer and Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman like is like my superhero that that was like my like oh, that's who I want to be when I grow up and so she mentioned Michelle Pfeiffer uh Catwoman was in there somewhere and then my name all in like one sentence and I was just like it's good it's good my life is complete I've made it um, but it was really exciting for, for her to see that and for other people to be exposed to that. I, I, I love that she was impressed by it. Um, I just really, really love that she said my name and Michelle Pfeiffer in the same sentence. So 
I'm really happy about that. So speaking of weird things, also mm -hmm. in another TikTok video, you asked your father, you told your followers that you're into tarot cards. Tell yeah. us about that. <laughs> I've been, <laughs> I've been secretly threatening to start a secret tarot channel for like a decade. And then I was going for a walk and I was talking to my friend Holly and just looking for something outside of what I do because I'm very determined and work focused in my life. And I was just looking for something that just doesn't mean anything and, and what brings me a little joy in my life. And, and so, yeah, I just started a secret tarot page <laughs> and it doesn't, it literally doesn't matter. I don't care if it gets views. I don't care if people follow me, but it, it's just fun to, to just have something else that also has a little bit of mystery around it. I think that's what I really like about tarot is, is it's so mysterious and it's so up for your own interpretation and that those interpretations change based on like where you're at in your life. And I, I just think it's fun and a creative way to add a little joy to my life. On that channel, will you be giving readings? Yes, I've done a few. <laughs> I don't know if they're good or not, but I don't even care. If you want a reading, come on over. Uh, I, I was saying that I, I would do a reading for a donation and there's a little donation link in my Linktree bio if anybody's interested, but I can't promise they're gonna be any good. Finally, where can people find more information about you and the Academy? Ooh, that's a great question. I would say go to my socials. I think that's the best place because it's got a directory for everything. So my TikTok and Instagram handle is at michelle.c.smith. And in my link, my link tree bio, it takes you everywhere you want to go. Uh, it has the link to my free course. If you want to come just take a free course in my academy, there's other courses listed. If you want to register for the boot camp, it's there. There's the Freestyle Staff homepage is there. My website is there. Donation links are there. Uh, links to where you can get your own stabs and lightsabers are in there. There's tons of information. So yeah, just go find me on my socials at michelle.c.smith and that'll, that'll take you where you need to go. Well, thank you, Michelle, for joining me on this episode of Let's Chat With. Thank you, Hav, for having me. That was fun.